You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Bozeman. In this podcast, I'm sharing business systems and strategies specifically tailored to the bridal sewing industry so you can build your own modern and profitable bridal alterations business. Join me as I also get to chat with fellow seamstresses and share their personal success stories. I'm so glad you're here and that we can grow together in this unique trade. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. I am here all snuggled up in my hoodie because it is like a freezing. Okay, it's the end of July and it's like, I don't know, like 64 degrees or something and it's super cold out here in Washington State. So hopefully you're enjoying some sun wherever you are, but I definitely have sweatpants on too. (laughs) So uh, yeah, enjoying a little cozy weekend. Um, So I hope you're enjoying whatever you're doing this Tuesday, probably some sewing, I'm imagining. Um, We just dropped the self-evaluation training within the membership, and I'm really excited for things, conversations that are going to come up after those evaluations are completed. So hopefully I'll be able to share some of that with you. Um, It's, I'm really excited. So I'll keep you posted. Before we go any further, I wanted to announce our winner for this week's giveaway. So um, last week I announced that we do have new new podcast merchandise, which I'm super excited about. And uh, my friend Erica Montgomery helped me with that. And Travis Sinks, I really can't do the techie stuff without them. So uh, shout out to them. And I've just been hearing really great feedback. I know you guys are excited about it. So thank you, because that just makes me feel so good. And like knowing that you're excited with me is like, woohoo. So last week, I challenged you to share a podcast episode, whether you're listening or you're watching on YouTube, and then share that episode in your stories. And some of you are kind of creative of how you shared the episodes that you were enjoying or listening to. And um, once you tagged me in your stories, I could see that that was like a giveaway, you know, official entry. And out of all those entries, I was able to choose a winner. So this week's winner is Naomi. She is um, a fellow seamstress and she also has a blog. She's a sewing educator. So I'm going to include her information within the show notes. If you want to give her a shout out on Instagram, follow her, um, keep your eyes open for some blog posts. I know she does a lot of like sewing educational things and um, she is very talented. So from what I've seen on her, I think she has two um, Instagram pages. She has one for her brides and then one for us seamstresses to enjoy, which I think is pretty cool. So congratulations, Naomi. I'm getting her shirt size and getting some goodies shipped her way. So woohoo. Okay. uh, That giveaway is continuing all summer. So if you didn't have a chance to enter this past week, or if you did enter, you're welcome to continue until you get something in the mail. All right. So take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to, or you can um, just tag the podcast. Uh, I think Naomi was working out when she shared the podcast, (laughs) which was like bonus points that she was working out in the morning. Okay. So (laughs) I was like really impressed. I'm like, first of all, I like went to Zumba once last month and that was like like a really big deal for me because I haven't moved my body in a very long time. So congratulations also on being a fit person who goes to the gym in the morning. Newfound respect for Naomi. Okay. So she shared, um, that, uh, interview that I had with, uh, Jessica recently about, um, balancing home life and the business. So, uh, thanks Naomi. That was really cool to see. So congratulations. Okay. Today, Okay, I'm going to give you a little warning, okay? Because today's conversation, 
I feel like we're close enough at this point in our relationship that I can talk about this subject. Um, I want to talk about our monthly cycles and how to balance our work planning in a way that really complements our monthly cycles. And you might be thinking, okay, I've already hit menopause. This episode is not for me. Well, Maybe you don't even have cycles or like they're not regular or there are all these different reasons, right? Why you don't have monthly cycles. I won't get into it, but I also have um, just hormonal things that happen and I'm off. I, I don't have a predictable cycle. So that's like a longer conversation for another day and I doubt you care. But I just said a lot to say this episode is still good for you because you can um, use another element in nature to regulate your work cycles. So hmm, I wonder if you have any ideas of what I'm referring to. I also need to let you know that nothing that I'm about to say is necessarily original. (laughs) Okay. I love this subject. I think it's so fascinating. I could talk about it all day. And um, I uh, particularly love Kate Northrup and Kate Northrup's mother, Dr. I think it's Christiane. I think that's how you say her name, or is it Christian? Christiane. Dr. Christiane Northrup does so many studies on the woman's body and our cycles and how when we lean into them, they can kind of be magical for us. So if you're interested in learning more about this subject, after I give you a very brief overview, um, I'm going to also include a link to Kate Northrup's book called Do Less, and that will be in the show notes, and it's about how to use your body cycles to your advantage, okay? So some of you already know this, that we as women not have, not only have like a monthly cycle, but we have four weekly cycles. Okay. Ideally. Okay. So like I said, some of us are a little off. <laughs> and so you may not have like a clear 28 day site, you know, monthly cycle, but you do have um, different phases that you go through each time you get to your menstrual cycle. Okay, so we start with um, our menstrual week. We all know what that is. And then following the menstrual week is our follicular phase. Following the follicular follicular phase is the ovulation phase. And then we get into our luteal phase, which is our PMS week. Okay, so some of those words are really familiar for you. And you're thinking, okay, what the heck does this have to do with sewing or brides? (laughs) So I get it, I get it. Um, But when I first learned that each week I'm in a different or probably, you know, every like five to seven days, I'm in a different cycle. And I learned what those cycles did for me, not only like the icky things that came with some of them, uh, or like the difficult parts, but the gifts that each of them bring to me emotionally and physically. Once I learned how to use them to my advantage, um, it was really helpful. And I I will give this disclaimer that I'm still working through it. And ideally, I would love to set my work schedule to sync up with my body's weekly schedules or monthly overall schedule. So um, last week, I talked about, um, sorry, my camera's like, also, if you're watching on YouTube, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted. I have like nothing behind me. I have like this cute old suitcase with nothing in it. I was like, oh, that would look cute up there, but it just looks weird. Um, And I have nothing on the wall behind me. So um, 
I'm back to the drawing board. I think when I first started on YouTube, I was like, anybody have any ideas for decorations? And those things like just don't work in this room. And I left them at my shop. So um, if you have ideas, I got to get some like cool quotes or something behind me. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm working on that. Sorry, it's a boring blank wall. Okay, where was I? Yes. Last week we talked about um, your work schedule and how you balance it out. And I was saying how I'm experimenting with um, just different amounts of time off and how to block off time in advance and kind of be a little more daring with giving myself like a week or two off and how to plan ahead for that. And my personality is like, I would rather like go all in for like two solid weeks, like back to back fittings and like getting to work early and sewing and just getting out of the way so then I can be home <laughs> for, for like have more vacation time and then just be off. But uh, that could also be like super stressful for you if you're like, no, I would rather be slow and steady and just have, you know, my two days off a week or whatever. What's really cool about this conversation is, you know, you're making a schedule that works best for you and your family. And you have the right to do that because you own your own business. Okay. Or maybe that's the goal. You, you have like the side hustle and the goal is to create your own schedule. So, um, some of you have messaged me with like your, um, routines and I've loved reading them because, um, it's just, everybody's so different. Or like those of you who sew at night, like what, how does your brain stay on? I think that's just so amazing that you're like, oh yeah, my kids go to bed and then I start working and I'm like, what? So, um, that's just really admirable (laughs) and, um, whatever works for you. I'm excited to hear, I mean, keep sharing those things with me because I love to hear how different people work. And I, I love the freedom that comes with, you know, having your own business. And sometimes we get stuck in this little, you know, um, stuck in a rut. Yeah. Of doing what we think is expected of us or what, you know, is like the norm, even though it really is not serving our families or serving ourselves. And that's kind of what we were talking about with our self-evaluation this month within our membership. So that's on my mind. That's why I brought that up again, really figuring out like what serves you best. Okay. So I was thinking about this this past week. I was reading all of your comments about your scheduling and how you're able to fit all of this in with your family family or as you're going through school or whatever your, you know, your life has going on in addition to building your sewing business. And, and that's what made me think about, oh my gosh, we need to talk about our weekly cycles. Okay. It's so amazing. Um, okay. So, um, what, uh, is really cool is, um, and maybe to like set your mind at ease is maybe once you realize how these weeks affect you and how your hormonal balances really affect everything about your persona, how you're able to work, how you view yourself, how productive you're able to be. You might give yourself some extra grace because you're going to realize, oh my gosh, I'm not crazy. Literally, it's my hormones. Okay. So we're going to start with your um, menstrual week. Okay. So we all know what that is and we all know how we feel on it. And guess what? That's how we're supposed to feel. You're supposed to want to just like take baths, stay home, be on the couch, journal, read. It's a time to um, 
to just kind of hit the reset button, right? And have some alone time and reflection. Another great book on this subject of rest and not just monthly rest, but um, rest that reflects nature um, is a book called Wintering by Catherine May. And she lives, I think I want to say like somewhere in Scandinavia. So she has a very long winter. Okay. And the whole book, it's so beautifully written. And she talks about the importance of rest resetting, um, and kind of almost like accepting, I don't want to use the word like death, but it's kind of like, you know, in nature, everything dies during winter time to be refreshed and start beautifully again in the spring. So if nature didn't have that cycle of like, okay, it's dark and cold and got to start over in wintertime, then it would just be constantly producing. And um, we see that in every part of nature where things, you know, pause or rest in order to restart and reproduce. And so giving ourselves and our bodies that time to rest I keep using that word, that key word. And yes, we're supposed to rest even during the crazy summer months. Or for those of you who have crazy fall weddings, like it's still so important to incorporate that rest into your schedule. So we see that in nature with wintertime. We see it within our monthly cycles for our menstrual week. And we see it throughout like our seven day week, right? We're supposed to have a day of rest or, um, you know, some of you I know, like work, you're working through the weekends, but it's so important to at least plan that one day where you can just, you know, have a day to sleep in or spend with your family. Um, so those feelings that you do have during your menstrual week, you do want to lean into those. And if you can, I know it's, it wouldn't it be so awesome if we could just like take that week off every, <laughs> every month. It's like, nobody come near me. I'm taking the week off. Uh, yeah. Come, especially maybe with some other women, maybe some brides that you're working with. Um, but that's, you know, not always, uh, uh, readily available, especially if you're pr- the, a sole provider for your family, or um, if you're the only seamstress like I am in my business, it's like that could be really stressful potentially. So um, instead, give yourself space to still nurture what your body needs during that time. So just have some extra time for a bath, or make sure that you schedule in some alone time, or maybe just start a new book at the beginning of the week. So you can have kind of that cozy time to look forward to. Okay. So then after your menstrual cycle, we get into our follicular cycle and that's our springtime. So things are new. We feel so excited about new projects, big ideas. We're really creative And sometimes we can over plan because we have this burst of energy because our body has rested. Okay. And all those things that are going on inside us, it's like your hormones had this like, like this like dump. And then all of a sudden they're back to life. Right. And, and life is happening inside you again. And, and that's what you're feeling. So when you, um, when you're in your follicular phase, (laughs) that's really hard for me to say, maybe that's when you can do your meal planning for the month or for your family, or that's when you can, um, see the overview of how many brides you have to serve in a month or, you know, this, the next season and, um, and work through their fitting schedule so that you have like a nice, um, uh, a nice turnaround time for them. What other big ideas that you um, potentially could plan like a, um, a seamstress get together, or maybe like a small business meetup. 
um, this is the time of month because you're going to be really creative in thinking of these cool ideas. Or if you want to add a new facet to your business, like if you've been thinking of maybe offering veils, Fran Miller and I have been talking about, I really want to get into veils and she's really great at that already. So she's been giving me some good tips. So when I'm into my follicular phase, I'm going to start making some notes about, Ooh, these are the veils I want to make. And this is how I can source the fabric. And, you know, I can look for these people for inspiration or whatever. That is your follicular time. So I want you to think about what are things in your business that needs the creativity, needs the big ideas to come through. And not that you can't think about those things throughout the month, but um, plan to spend more energy with that during your follicular phase because your body is going to be working for you instead of against you. Okay, see where I'm going with this? Okay, so then we're moving into our ovulation phase, and this is our summertime. And well, you know, if you know biology or your own biology, your ovulation phase is when you're ready to make the baby. Okay, so you, this is it's so incredible to me. You are more attractive to not only yourself, but to other people. And you have, um, you smell better. Isn't that crazy? You have all these like pheromones that are released because nature's like, okay, she's ready to reproduce. Ideally, right? Not all of us are in the same boat there, but um, ideally during your ovulation week, that is when procreating, <laughs> I guess, happens. <laughs> Okay, you knew these words were going to come up, okay, when I told you I was going to talk about monthly cycles. So, okay, I warned you. So this is so cool. So your ovulation week, this is when you plan any interviews that you have to, you know, be a part of. I don't know if you're interviewing because you own your own business, but you know what I'm saying. Or if you want to introduce yourself to local bridal shops or local businesses, you know, your follicular week, you plan the meeting. Ovulation week is when you show up and you're glowing and you're confident. I got to give you a little secret. I record all my reels when I'm ovulating. And actually, like just a, well, I won't tell you when, but a while ago, somebody commented like, oh, you look so cute. And I, she's a friend of mine. So I was like, oh, thanks. I'm ovulating because I felt comfortable telling her that, but it's like, yeah, that's why. So I also kind of go rogue like, um, during my premenstrual week and my period week, like I'm not really like on my stories because I don't feel confident. I don't feel cute and I don't want to force it. And I can't make reels because I just get like frustrated. So it's like, okay, when I'm ovulating, I can feel confident to maybe make some, you know, face content. <laughs> that's Yeah. I should get on to like just pre-recording all my podcasts during my ovulation week, but that'll be, you know, down the road, I guess. Um, but um, yeah, so I'll, I'll do that when I'm feeling confident. And if I can, you know, batch, make some whatever batch reels or something, if, if I think ahead, which I normally don't, so that's why you only see like one or two a week, but you know, two if it's a good week. <laughs> Um, so if that gives you some ideas of what you can do when you're ovulating, okay, when you need to be in front of people, or if you want to even, you know, stock up on some selfies, because it's, um, you're not working against yourself. And I don't know how many times I have tried to do things, I think, especially with social media, like I try to like force the FaceTime on my phone. And I'm like, ugh, I can't get the words out or like, I'm tired or I'm not making sense or like, I can't sync up with the audio or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's why it's because it's this time of the month. So I'm really excited for you to start thinking about these things. Like when you're hitting a wall and then you're like, oh my gosh, it's my hormones. It's not me. I'm an awesome person. 
It's just my hormones. Okay. All right. So moving out of the ovulation phase, we go into our luteal phase and this is autumn. Oh, although luteal phase isn't always as charming and cozy as autumn, right? Because we all know what PMS does to us. It does different things to different folks. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. And, um, I get, uh, yeah, I don't feel social. Okay. Um, again, that would be great to cancel all my fittings. Um, (laughs) that week, but we can't do that. Uh, But you know what you're so good at during your luteal week um, are those tedious tasks, those things like pre-winding those um, bobbins, okay? Cleaning your workspace. Oh, it feels so good, right? Or going through your closet and getting rid of all these old clothes that you don't wear anymore. Um, Or going through that like bottom kitchen drawer, okay? I know I'm getting away from the sewing theme, but you're following me. The tedious things and completing tasks feel so good. Because if you think about it, what your body is getting ready to do is ideally rest in your menstrual cycle. So you have this last week to, I don't, it's funny, my husband and I have this joke that he knows what's up when I come home with a bunch of groceries and I start like cutting up vegetables. I'm not the, you guys know this, I think already, I don't really cook and I'd love to be a person who cooks. So like, um, that's something that I hope to develop. Um, you know, there's still time maybe in my 36th year. I don't know. But so when he sees me come home with all these like (laughs) food items and like, you know, prepping meals and stuff, he's like, Oh, that's what time it is. Okay. Because it's kind of like our nesting phase. So if you've had a baby, I don't know why here that you go through like a nesting phase where like you just want to prepare everything. So when baby comes, you can just relax. And it's like, um, I heard it's like an instinct, you know, that you just can't help it. You want to fold the things and prepare the room. And that's kind of what our luteal phase is like. So we want to tidy things up. We want to prepare the foods. We want to clean the house, clean our little sewing space or whatever, get some dresses finished. I love that feeling, you know, and zip them up put them back in the bags and put them away. Um, That's an awesome feeling. And so if you can't, how can you honor that? I know like we already addressed, like you can't just cancel all your brides, but how can you honor the gifts that you're given during that PMS week? You know, maybe schedule fewer fittings and really have that be your week where you just like knuckle down and get tons of sewing done. Think about how productive you would be if you weren't trying to like make reels or like go on your story and you're stuttering because it's like you're just frustrated. I, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. And I'm like, forget it. I'm not going on my stories because I can't say anything. Okay. And I should just be sewing. (laughs) Okay. And all that preparation leads into back to like your menstrual week. So it's so cool. Once you start realizing what your body is doing for you, um, as opposed to working against you or feeling frustrated, or maybe you're like, gosh, I just feel like being super chatty and social and I can't put my head down and like just get the work done. Okay. Well, chances are you're in your ovulation week and maybe that's when you're supposed to just like, you know, take a half hour to record some things or, um, create some content for your following or whatever. Um, I want to also kind of, you know, cushion this with, I know, like I mentioned before, not all of us have ideal, you know, hormonal situations. And so I don't want to be insensitive when I was saying anything about like, um, you know, your ovulation phase or what should be happening. And so, um, I haven't shared too much about my, my personal health, but that's been, um, yeah, that's, it's personal. (laughs) 
guess, but I, I definitely, um, I have sympathy and I have, uh, yeah, I, I just want to be really sensitive to things that you might be feeling or going through because I would understand. And so I, um, this is what could serve you if you're on a regular, um, you know, hormonal cycle. And if you're not, um, that's okay. We just figure it out, you know, whatever your body's doing. What has helped me is I started keeping track of the days of the month, how I would feel. I know it's kind of like intensive, but it helped me so much because then I was able to kind of track just, um, how my own phases worked. So my phases aren't a full week. They're significantly shorter. And so I had to kind of, now I know like, okay, if it's this day of the month, this is what's going to be, you know, uh, working for me as opposed to against me. And then the more you do that, the more you keep track of it, it's like, you know, you're like, oh, that's why I feel this way because this is what's happening to me. So I don't know. It's kind of a cool experiment. If you want to lean into that, take some notes, tell me about your cycles. That would be really, I don't know. I think it'd be a really fun conversation. Let's say that you are past this season of your life, or maybe you, there's no way for you to keep track of your cycles, or maybe you're on some kind of birth control where you don't have um, these cycles. Um, this comes from Kate Northrup and her mother, Dr. Northrup. They tell us to focus on the cycles of the moon. Okay. I alluded to that at the beginning of the episode. So if you think about it, the moon cycles reflect our, isn't that so amazing? Our monthly cycles. Okay. And there's always been this, you know, this connection between the moon and the female body. And so I just think that is the coolest thing. And when we think too about how much the moon and the moon phases affects like the earth and just, you know, um, what is the word for like tides and stuff? Isn't there like a science word? I don't know. If the moon affects the earth that much and like our oceans and our, our, I'm not, okay, you know that I'm not a science person, but you know what I'm getting at? Of course the moon affects us as people. So, um, and our emotions and our own water levels and all that stuff. So if you are out of sync with a traditional, you know, monthly cycle, consider following the moon cycles. And um, supposedly, if you follow the moon cycles, eventually your body creates cycles for itself. I don't know if that's so true. So um, giving you just a couple ideas here, if you want to follow your calendar, if you're on a 28 day calendar, or you can start taking notes about um, what days you start feeling things, what days you're really skilled at, you know, these certain items I listed off or what days you're like, oh my gosh, I'm totally struggling. So start keeping track of that. Or you can, what was the other thing I said? follow the moon cycles. Um, yeah. So these are all different ideas to just be in touch with yourself and work for yourself instead of like fighting our hormones. And, um, it's, I don't know, it's a really cool thing when you can sync it up. And so it doesn't always, you know, work perfectly for me, but I do, um, I notice when I'm fighting it and I notice when I like just give in to what it is. Um, there have been times too, when I am so, in my luteal phase. Also, luteal sounds a lot prettier than PMS. So I'm going to use that. When I'm in my luteal phase, I've actually um, rescheduled appointments because 
on my menstrual week, it's like I can still like handle it, you know, but sometimes it's like, oh gosh, I literally can't even see another face or I'm going to die. So um, I know maybe you're judging me for rescheduling. I don't know, but it's like, I just know what my limits are sometimes, you know? Um, I don't know. I just think it's so cool. I think our bodies are just so amazing the way that we're made and the way that we see nature reflects nature reflecting our human cycles it's just so fascinating to me so i hope this was kind of a little fun thing for you to think about and maybe embrace some things that you were always like really frustrated about you know yourself or your body and um maybe give yourself some time to think about it and think of how you can just use your beautiful cycles. All four of them are so awesome. You know, they just have really neat gifts um, when we know how to use them. So that book again is called Do Less by Kate Northrup. Love it. In fact, I would like read it every year. And her whole philosophy is following your cycle so that you're doing less work against your body. And um, she writes this book as a female entrepreneur. So she mastered the art of you know, working with her body's flows to accomplish more and also embrace all that rest, which I'm all for. Okay. And then that other book that I mentioned about um, nature taking a rest is called Wintering by Catherine May. So I'll have links to both of those in my show notes. Um, And we, you know, if you're in this industry, if you're a business owner, you're, we're just like cut from a different kind of cloth. You and I are cut from the same cloth, but we're different from other people's cloths. (laughs) cloths. <laughs> okay. So it's like, uh, we have that tendency to just go, 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 go and keep pushing and, um, and get all the work done. And it is, it can be so exciting, but once we lose sight of like, you know, how we feel, or we just kind of let it get away from us. Um, yeah, it just does more harm than good. And obviously constantly producing or constantly working isn't so awesome for us. So, um, Anyway, you're a whole person, you're a whole beautiful woman, and you're not, you're not just a seamstress. Okay. Uh, Okay. Um, I wonder what you think about this. I hope this is interesting for you. So let me know what you think. And remember, if you have not yet entered that giveaway, that's happening through the end of summer. And I think it'll go a little past Labor Day because I know September is crazy for a lot of you as well. And so I want this to be a little like fun pep in your step opportunity pep in your step thing slash opportunity. So um, share a podcast episode. Maybe you can share something that resonated with you. I know that's a really fun phrase to use. So whatever resonated Um, and tag me in your sharing. So I enter you in the giveaway and I'm, I really appreciate it because I appreciate that you're letting people know that you listen to this or you watch it. That means a lot to me. Um, You don't have to do that. So I'm really grateful and I hope you have a great week and, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy some sunshine for me because literally I'm looking out my window and there's like this window faces Capitol Forest and I'm seeing this huge like rolling thundercloud coming over the forest. So we have that to look forward to tonight. Okay. All right. Have a great week. Take care of yourself. Let me know what you think. And um, yeah, sending you lots of love. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks, everyone.